Hey there, I noticed that I said something in my journal this morning that perhaps will help you too. I wrote down this phrase, when things calm down, I'll... And it started a whole flood of ideas. Hi, I'm Cass McCrory, and you're listening to Best Next Step, a podcast intended to help you take your best next step, not mine or somebody else's. There's too much of that already. What we need is for you to make progress from where you are towards where you want to go, because progress, that feels like everything some days. And today, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about this idea of when things calm down, because for so many people that I'm talking with, coaching, in the world of work around, in my own household, we're waiting for things to calm down before we do something. We have this energy of anticipation for less. And if that resonates with you, the first thing that I want to invite you to is to ask this question. When things calm down, I'll dot, 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 and then fill in the blank. You can pause this podcast for five minutes. You can take this as an action that you're going to do first thing tomorrow morning or maybe later today. But here's the key here. We have to answer this question of what we see happening on the other side of things calming down. Because the reality is they might not. What tends to happen is we are in the fury and the action and the momentum, and it just keeps going faster and faster like a flywheel. And we keep pushing out the ideas of what we want to do what we need for ourselves until things, in air quotes, calm down again. I feel that if we waited until things actually calmed down, we would have spent our life waiting. As I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking about what's helpful here. And I think the most helpful thing is to to write and to talk to somebody when things come down, what, what do you want to do? What would you do if things did calm down? And start now seeing that that is your work in this season. Marcus Aurelius, a Stoic thinker, brilliant Stoicism. I'm learning so much about Stoicism from Ryan Holiday and all of his work, and I love it. He says, at dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. I think that is, it's one of the most grounding things that I can think about because oftentimes I wake up and I think, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. And I think about all of that doing, all of those things that I need to cross off a list, all of the things that I need to accomplish. And none of that has to do with me being a human being. Almost all of it has to do with me being a human that's doing things. And the idea that I'm not getting out of bed so that I can cross things off my to-do list, but I'm getting out of bed so that I can live my life, takes a completely different ownership over the day. And I think that there's a beautiful invitation in that. The other thing that ends up happening when we think about when things come down is that we think we'll be able to move faster towards something. 
And speed is one of those things that I think we don't have any handle on. You know, I feel like we are human beings with velocitation 100%. And if you don't know what velocitation is, let me frame that up for you. Velocitation is when you have been riding in a highway and going 75 miles per hour for hours of your life. And then you get off of the highway and you have to go down your neighborhood street and it feels like you are a snail inchworming your way to your house when you're going 50 and you're supposed to be going 30. That is velocitation. We have that in everything. And forcing the slow, forcing the change of pace is a challenging thing. That's difficult. So here's a few things that help. Stopping. As in, when you get off the highway of doing a lot of things very quickly, you stop completely. Not slow down. It is a complete hard stop. Period. Double space. When we think about this hard stop, we have to identify what the hard stop is. Is the hard stop changing your clothes? That can be a really good trigger for a lot of people to shift from whatever speed they would have been operating at into something new. It can be a moment of meditation. It could be a song that triggers us to get into a different space. It might be like I was talking about on LinkedIn a few weeks ago, kind of end of day procedure. What do you do in that 10 minutes at the end of your workday to help you transition? Because here's the thing. If we're waiting for things to calm down at work, to show up in our personal lives in alignment with our priorities, it won't happen. And if we try to approach the things that we need to work on and build slowly and thoughtfully and strategically with the pace and speed of our workday, it's not going to go well. Somebody um, reminded me a few days ago about the military having this saying of slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Slow is an invitation to do something in a smooth way. And I always think about this visual of pinching your fingers together and then you just imagine that there is a thread in between your left hand and your right hand. And as you pull it apart, you're just creating this thread almost like a, a piece of spider silk. That is the visual that I think about when I think about smooth and slow. We're doing this in a slow, smooth, thoughtful way. We are bringing ourselves back to a moment of calm, of ease, of slowing down, so that we aren't waiting until things calm down to do what we desire to do. Because we are in charge of the calm down. We're in charge of the calm down. When I was working on this journal prompt this morning in my own journal of, you know, when things calm down, I'll. I noticed that there were 
a handful of things that I could do right now. There were a handful of things that I could prioritize better. There were a handful of things that I could just put way back in the back burner, like not important in this season at all. And having them in the back of my mind of when things come down, I'll do this thing was truly unhelpful. <laughs> it's like that it isn't the season for that. One of the things that I was thinking about specifically is I'm, I'm thinking about another book. And when I think about another book, there's obviously a huge outlay of emotional, energetic writing thoughts. It's not for now. I, I see that as true. And yet, when things calm down, would I be able to start that process of laying the bricks so that I'm on a path towards that? And there is something actionable in that that I think I needed to learn today. And perhaps you do too. So when you're doing your writing, you're writing down, when things calm down, I'll dot, dot, dot. Identify after the fact, what buckets do, do these things fall into? Does it fall into a, I could actually prioritize this now? Does it fall into, that's actually not my job. I'm, I should probably ask somebody else to do this thing because I'm trying to do too much. And as Anne Lamont says, our help is usually not very helpful. Let's delegate that or make it, make it the person's job who it belongs to. If there's anything interpersonal, right? Like I'll reach out to this person. Do that now. Don't delay. There's a reason that this person has come up in your mind. Don't wait until things come down to have any point of connection with another human being. It's not worth it. Whatever you're doing is not worth the delay of connection. If you had things on your, when things come down, I'll prioritize. Make room in your calendar. I promise you that if you have a good enough reason to honor the boundary, you will. And if you notice, well, I'm just not prioritizing this, then ask this some questions. What would make me prioritize you? How can I bundle this together so that I want to do it more? My favorite question, who could help? Because whenever we bring other people along on the journey, the journey becomes immeasurably more fun. Fun is important. And it also creates connection, which we all are desperately needing. And whenever we can introduce new ideas, we have a new place to respond from. So even some of these really crappy ideas can be helpful because we're like, not this, not that. Sorry, that sounds terrible. Wouldn't want to do your crappy idea. But perhaps it actually stirs up a better idea because we are responders. We are people that want to be in exchange with other people. We like to build together. So if you have been waiting for things to calm down, I'm going to invite you to three deep breaths. On the first deep breath, we're going to inhale this acceptance 
of what is right now. And on your exhale, accept it more. On your next inhale, I want you to own responsibility for the calm down. And on your exhale, I invite you to let it be easy. On your next inhale, I invite you to see what's possible with that power of calming down. And on your exhale, I invite you to release what you don't need to carry today. Things might speed up before they slow down. But you can be completely in charge, responsible, own how you calm things down for you. I hope today helped. I hope it helped you take a best next step. I hope it helped open up a new idea about not waiting for things to calm down. And I hope to see you online. Take good care.